Well, this morning we're going to start off by talking about dark humor or what's called black comedy. I mean, you know, it's when you find yourself laughing at something that seems to be something that you really should not be laughing at. I tend to think of it as a coping mechanism. And as it turns out, we have a long history of doing this. Tim Brinkoff is a reporter for Big Think and joins us now to talk about this. Tim, thanks for being here. Good morning, Simi. Thank you for having me. So how far back does this go in history that we're laughing at things that seem like things we shouldn't be laughing at? Well, if you look at it from a literary perspective, it really goes as far back as people seem to have been around. Some of the best examples of black humor that we have come from the ancient Greeks and Romans. Um, And black humor actually features quite commonly in their literature and poetry. Um, Maybe so because, you know, they lived in a world where they were much more tolerant of the cruelty and injustice around them than we are today. Um, But if you look at, you know, There's a lot of black humor in the Odyssey, and especially also in the works of Seneca that I talk about in my article. Is it a way of dealing with uncomfortable situations? I would say so. There is a number of ways to look at the benefits of black humor, which have also been studied by psychologists. Um, Coping seems to be one of them. I think um, during the pandemic, they actually did a very interesting study where they looked at Um, people that watch a lot of horror movies and how they were coping mentally with the pandemic. And if memory serves me, they found that people that watch a lot of horror movies and like horror movies actually had an easier time handling their negative emotions and negative experiences during the pandemic than people that didn't watch horror movies. So it's it's a processing thing. Oh, so interesting. So can you give me some examples then? You mentioned the ancient Greeks. Okay, there was examples of that, but are there other types of literature that feature, you know, dark humor? For sure, for sure. I mean, so if you look all the way back to the ancient Greeks, one of the examples that I've previously talked about is a play by Seneca, who I mentioned, called Fiestes, mm-hmm. which is a play in which the main character um, is an exiled um, ruler who meets with his brother, who is eager to get him out of the line of succession, and he does so by inviting him over to dinner and unknowingly um, killing his children and baking them into all these meals, which he then eats. And Mm. there's a lot of dramatic irony in this play where the audience already knows what's happening, but the main character doesn't. And so as he's eating his children, his brother is making all of these jokes about how, oh, like, I'm sure you'll be filled with joy to see your children again soon. That kind of stuff. Okay, that's really um, dark. Reason- that, that's like really dark. Very dark, but yeah, the ancient Greeks loved it. Um, a more recent example would be a TV show called Afterlife by Ricky Gervais. Right. Um, have you seen it? Yes, yes. Yeah, so I mean, Afterlife, I mean, the premise already, you know, you just explained the premise and you can already tell that it's a very clear example of dark humor, but in short and in the lightest of terms, it is a comedy series about a middle-aged man who contemplates suicide after his wife dies of cancer, which, you know, as you mentioned earlier in your opening, is something that you would never consider funny in a normal situation, but it's about taking the type of thing that we normally wouldn't laugh at and trying to find the humor in that. And that's what makes the show, uh, in my opinion, a very interesting and, and, and also surprisingly heartwarming show, actually.
Right. You also mentioned Russian literature, which most people tend to think of Russian literature as being uh, pretty heavy duty, right, with themes of death and punishment and life. I mean, just think about war and peace. Where's the humor in Russian literature? Mm -hmm. Well, there's actually a surprising amount of Russian literature, uh, or a surprising amount of humor in Russian literature. And I don't want to sound too much like a nerd, but back when I was in college studying, <laughs> me and my friends would sometimes stay up late at night and we would read aloud uh, Dostoevsky to each other. Um, and it would actually be a very funny activity where we would really find ourselves laughing out loud at some of the lines, maybe not in the way that the author intended it, but because they are so deadly serious about everything all the time, there is a lot of opportunity for comedy. So, for instance, you know, in Tolstoy's War and Peace, Tolstoy doesn't use dark humor or humor in general as much as some of the other writers, but in War and Peace there is a scene where a few characters are out drinking and they get stopped by policemen, and in their drunkenness they actually tie the policeman to a bear. I don't know exactly, I don't remember the details of how they did it, but they had a bear they had some rope and they tied the policeman to a bear and then they dumped the both of them into the river and then continued on their merry way drinking, which when you're reading that in the very serious context of the book is is quite funny and it stands out to you. Um, Dostoevsky used a lot more dark humor. He has um, a short book called Notes from Underground, which similar to Afterlife and some of these other things is funny precisely because of its incredible honesty. But in short, it's about um, a man who is unfulfilled with his life. He's unfulfilled with his career, but he's also, he's a very anxious man and wants to be liked by others. But at the same time, he, you know, is very arrogant, arrogant and thinks lowly of his surroundings. And a big part of the book is about him being invited to a work party and about him going and not really wanting to be there and feeling alienated and sitting in a corner drinking and thinking all of these incredibly negative but therefore funny thoughts about his co-workers um, and that actually is, is a very funny read I would say definitely uh, laughing out loud in the way you wouldn't expect it no kidding okay so I guess we should have more appreciation then do you think for for black comedy or for dark humor uh, I think sometimes people get judged for like appreciating it but clearly maybe some of us just need it oh for sure and I mean Again, if you look back at the benefits, there's on the one side dark humor being a coping mechanism. On the other side, you know, it can also be a certain kind of, you know, a moral compass in the sense that, you know, we laugh about something precisely because we know that in any other context it wouldn't be funny and shouldn't be funny. And on top of that as well, black humor has been shown by psychologists to require a degree of intelligence. So, um there's that it, it seems to be a very sophisticated form of comedy as well so interesting tim thank you for your time this morning well thank you very much Cindy. thank you for having me